0: Put your paws up, because you were born this way, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfugi, and wow, this week, it's been a week. Um, (laughs) Has it been a week? Has it been a month? Has it been a year? I don't know. Uh, Who knows? Uh, But I have an amazing, amazing guest um, for you guys today. I absolutely love her. I think she's so on brand with everything that, A, I've been doing in quarantine, um, (laughs) B, just with just life in general. Um, Hannah Brown, welcome back to What's Your Jersey?
1: Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me, Jacqueline. I wish we were together IRL, but this is definitely the next best thing exactly um
0: I want to know I just asked you this before I said Mm -hmm. how are you doing but I I really I said it before we started because I was like how are you really doing and then I realized fuck that we should be authentic and we should be telling the meatballs how we're actually doing
1: um so yeah
0: Hannah how are you doing during this is it
1: the third week of quarantine for you I think it's the third week. It's so weird because I've gotten really fucking good at like spending an entire day not at work, which is a little eerie. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm like, holy shit, it's already five p.m. Like, I'm getting used to it, which is a little scary. But stupid computer. Um, sorry. I downloaded this like random like Mac cleaner program one time, and I've tried to undownload it a million times, and so it results in like a weird little like. It sounds like I'm getting a text message, but it's just a weird sound. But anyway, sorry. No. Um, What was I saying? Okay, so I feel like I've just struggled with I have so much I'm doing right now, at least as far as the podcast goes, like I'm trying to rebrand it. And so there's a lot of things that go with that. And so I feel like but I'm still trying to like create new episodes, especially now more than ever, because I think we're all bored at home and want to listen to our favorite podcasts. So like I want to contribute to that. So it's been really hard to like slow my brain down and get myself to like stop being productive sometimes um, without like beating myself up. And I said before we started recording, I imagine you're the same way because I feel like you're always like running from like job to job and thing to thing.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been pretty crazy. But I also feel like um, I I, as a person, and, like, also the universe, needed everyone to, like, slow the fuck down, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, yep. I do – it didn't me realize I do a lot of stuff from home, though. <laughs> like, yeah. it, you know, it kind of – it does – my – the, like, hardest part of all of this is not being able to, like, go to a comedy club and, like, go be on stage and go mm-hmm. and make people laugh in person. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely, (laughs) I did like a zoom comedy show, which I mean, is there anything more cliche
1: in 2020? Um, yeah, that had to be hard because you're not (laughs) getting that like instant feedback of like being in the room with people. Oh my God. It was so, I mean, it, it
0: couldn't have gone better because it was like this supportive. Have you ever heard of training mate? the like gym. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: They're like all Australian and like hot. Yeah,
0: all hot and Australian. So a lot of the people that were in the Zoom room were like the training mate instructors. And like, if you've ever taken a a class at training mate, they are just spewing off really cheesy one-liners through the entire class. And like, no one's laughing then. So, like, they're used That's to not so getting bad. laughs. So, oh they God, were, I love that. yeah, they were really supportive. They actually did it where, like, there was people tuning in from Australia, from here, from the East. Like, it was crazy. That's and so cool. It was really cool. And they muted everyone watching the comedy show. So, I had like 10 minutes to basically do a set, mm-hmm. and everyone just had to, like, be very extra with their laughing. So I could like see their physical expressions if that makes sense. that's
1: cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was, that was a lot. Um, It was fun. What a trip! Yeah. That's been the biggest thing I've missed, I would say. And also just getting to like make money, like, and getting to work.
1: I Yeah, I mean, I will say, I think I feel similarly to you and that like, given the careers that we're pursuing, it does require a lot of self motivating anyway. Um, but when you have these giant chasms of free time, like I find myself getting really overwhelmed, because it's like, everyone's like, read this book, binge this series. Like you have no excuse not to, you have all the time in the world. And it's like, there's so much content out there right now Holy that it's literally shit. like overwhelming because it's like, even in my downtime, I feel like I need to binge watch this series that people have been telling me to watch. Otherwise, like someone's going to get mad at me because I'm not caught up and I have no excuse now. It's like, Ooh. <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs>
0: I know. I mean, I hate to even say this out loud, but I watched like the first episode of the Tiger King and just was mm-hmm. like, eh. And like, haven't finished it. And everyone, right? My brother said to me, he was like, if you weren't really affected by that first episode, you're a sociopath, and like, you shouldn't finish it.
1: I mean, it's not for everyone. I mean, friend of the podcast, Annabelle DeSisto, is like a hard no on Tiger King. So I respect anyone for having an opinion that isn't like everyone (laughs) else's.
0: I mean, is it really cliche that the only reason why I got into it was when I saw that one of the guys was the tiger handler in the Britney Spears, I'm a For You 2001 VMA performance? I did not
1: see that until like two days ago. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And I have said this historically, I put this on my Instagram story like a year ago, and it's disgusting that I remember this, but I rewatched the Slave For You performance from the BMAs within the last year. And I was like, wait a minute, there's a fucking tiger on the stage. And I was like, that is an underappreciated tiger. Like, everyone always <laughs> talks about the fucking snake. No one ever talks about the live tiger. And then when I saw that Doc was behind it, I was like, oh my gosh, world's colliding. I'm freaking out.
0: <laughs> wait, you just did um, Annabelle's podcast, right? Yes. Okay, I was worried about her watching The Tiger King. I feel like that would be a very triggered show. She watched, like, 10
1: minutes, and then she was like, absolutely not. No, I can't do this. And, like, her and her parents got really upset because they're all such, like, wonderful, kind animal lovers. And so they all as a family were like, fuck no. And I was like, I love you for making boundaries because it's hard to do when (laughs) everyone's talking about the same show. Oh, my
0: God. I love that. Um, One of the biggest reasons besides the fact that Hannah and I literally every time she posts something, like, I – Constantly, and just sliding into her DMs like a psycho that's trying to like, hook up with her. It's <laughs> but, like, I feel like we're just, like, very, we're feeling the same way during this quarantine. Like, it's all, you're, like, giving me life. You're making me laugh. You're doing all the things. Um, besides that, one of the reasons is you're so good at recapping shows. And... I am not the first place people come to for, like, their Vanderpump Rules recap or, like, their Bravo stuff. Like, you know, like, I usually don't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so because of this quarantine, I have now been, like, binging the shit out of all of that. And I just, I, like, could not wait to hear your opinion. I've been watching Vanderpump, Summer House. Kid, like, keeping up with the Kardashians,
1: I don't know if you saw the episode on, on when was it, Thursday? Oh my gosh, my sister literally oh. messaged me on Instagram and was like, you need to watch this episode because it reminds me of the fights we would get in in, like, high school. Like, my sister and I used to beat the shit out of each other, and I watched it, and I was like, this is so funny, it really takes me back.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so jealous of that. I always wanted to have a
1: sister to, like, beat the shit out of her. Oh, my God. I think one of them was, like, don't dig your nails into me. And that was my sister's MO. Like, my sister has these, like, little razor blade nails, and she would just dig them into my arm. And I was, like, bitch. Like, it was – we would get in these insane fights. And, yeah, I watched it. I loved that episode.
0: See, the thing that I like better about the Kardashians right now than, like, a Vanderpump rules is, like, they're breaking the fourth wall. Yes. Like, I think, like, Co- like Chloe trying to give Courtney advice in the first scene, and then just looking at the camera crew and being like, Well, that was for you,
1: crew guys. <laughs> she yeah. Was like,
0: I loved that. I was like, We need more of that.
1: I know. It's really refreshing. And, like, even when Courtney was like, I don't even feel like doing full glam right now. And then mm. Chloe's like, Okay, so you're not going to film? And she's like, Well, I don't want to film unless I have full glam. And she's like, <laughs> Okay. And it's, like, I just love – yeah, I love that they've been doing this shit so long that, like, they just put it all out there. I find it to be really, really refreshing. And I'm actually catching up on the last season right now on Hulu because I'm not, like, a Kardashian head. Like, I find it to be daunting, like, how much content there is and how many seasons they've done. But I'll, like, drop in when I'm really fucking bored or, like, if I'm hungover and don't know what else to watch.
0: Yeah. It's something that can just always be, like, revolving in the background. Yes. Right like you don't really need storyline you don't need to be caught up you don't need no. to keep up with the Kardashians actually you right? can just you can turn them on whenever and be mm. fine I did that actually last night have you watched I, I can't believe I'm saying
1: this out loud have you watched Shits Creek yet Okay I tried it and <laughs> I couldn't get into it but I feel like it's just a really specific type of humor that you need to like get into the flow of
0: Okay for those of you meatballs that haven't watched Shits Creek, and for you, Hannah Brown, um, mm-hmm. it's also one of those things, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where, like, you kind of don't need to know what the storyline is, if that right. makes sense. Like, I, I have two favorite characters. I like David and Alex. Like, I like the brother and sister, and that's it. And, like, mm-hmm. if the if the episode is about them, I'm here for it. But, like, if they're basically more David. Like, if Dan Levy is not in a lot of it, I'm like, I can't.
1: Um, oh, my God. He's iconic. Oh, God. And I think he's really hot, actually. I really do. He's very sexy. You know what I heard about his looks in Schitt's Creek? I think you'll find this interesting. Yeah. I heard from my friend, JD, who's, like, really into Schitt's Creek, that to pick out his costumes – they'll find designer clothes from like three or four years ago. So like everything was like really chic at a time, but it's all like behind.
0: (laughs) That's how we're going to all walk after this. Yeah. (laughs) i mean like i seriously like when all the ads for like revolve and i don't even know like what else like intermix everything pops up on my instagram now i'm like oh my god like what's the why why i don't even care about clothes right now although i'm not gonna lie because i've been teaching those like live plyo jam classes i'm like i need to
1: step up my like workout clothes game Oh my God. I get that. You can totally justify that though, because you're literally teaching (laughs) class like multiple times a week and it makes you feel better. Like this is like, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but towards the beginning of this quarantine, um, Jake and I had to pick up some things at target. And while I was there, I got like a new sports bra and like two new pairs of leggings. I'm like, financially, it wasn't like the most responsible thing, but I was like, if I'm just going to be stuck in comfy clothes for the next like two months, Working out so that I don't lose my mind. Like I might as well feel cute because I can't get dressed up. Like I mean, I can, but like, who's going to? (laughs) Under these circumstances.
0: Um, I mean, for TikTok, for all your TikTok followers. Uh, (laughs) Started. (laughs) Is this the TikTok life? (laughs) I know it is. I okay. First of all, I wish I was smart enough to have gone out and bought all the new sports bras and leggings because now I feel like I need to like order stuff online and it's not going to come until like August. So I'm just screwed. Um, so
1: fucked up. I
0: know. Right. Uh, it's okay. Champagne problems, I guess. Um, but I want to know, do you have any recommendations for like, cause you, you got some good, like big little titties over there. Like you, you need some support. I need to oh know. God. Like what holds you in? Because I jump around and move around so much when I'm teaching that like I need to find some shit that stays up. Like I have certain outfits that are super cute, but they really are only meant for like
1: meditation and like chill yoga. To be honest, even my new Target sports bras are like fully like titty sports bras. Like the times I've posted them on social media, I've had like multiple girlfriends like slide into my DMs to be like, your boobs look amazing. And I'm like, damn it. what's the (laughs) point. um but i want a bo- a, a well, to get a bra from i can't speak i want to get a bra from bare necessities which they're like 70 dollars a piece but they're like made for like chestier women and they like hold your shit in so that's like a goal once i have a job again
0: once we have income i know Mm -hmm. i i don't know about you and i again guys we're jumping all over the place but like that's where my head's at right now so we're just gonna go with it It's happy
1: hour it's what we're doing yeah
0: oh my god yes salute oh my god i forgot i wanted to do a drinking game with you
1: oh well it's never too late jacqueline
0: (laughs) (laughs) um first off i want to know what you're drinking
1: Oh, my gosh. I am drinking something especially for you because the last time – I'm going full East Coast. The yes. last time I was on your podcast, we talked about espresso martinis ah! and how at your graduation party, you made everyone drink them, your whole family. So for you, Jacqueline Mafuji, I'm drinking espresso martini. Oh,
0: my God. I've never felt more loved
1: in my entire
0: life.
1: <laughs> I, I want you to feel loved every second of every day.
0: Oh, uh, right back at you. That's amazing. I'm going to go full Jersey now. I just want to, like – like that um right do it wait i'm so proud of you i don't have the espresso martini ingredients in the house right now i'm so
1: sad i'm doing like a finagled version because i made from the fancy af cocktails book by tom and ariana and danny pellegrino i made their naughty holiday during the holidays and so i had this leftover like spicy Kahlua and like chocolate liqueur and i was like well My boyfriend has an espresso machine, so like and vodka. So let's just go for it.
0: Oh my God. So you're probably living on espresso martinis, which means
1: they're not sleeping. I like but it's weird because like I I pretty much sleep at like I sleep from like ten thirty to seven thirty, like every day. It's I don't want to be like I'm immune to espresso, but I literally feel like I can drink them whenever and still like conk out, which is Uh, blessed.
0: Oh, I feel that way too. Like caffeine doesn't affect me anymore. Like it's just like "Eh, whatever. Yeah. No, I don't know what that is. Maybe, maybe we should start smoking weed. I haven't
1: smoked any weed during this quarantine. And I took half of an edible once and I was like feeling good, like an hour in and then like another hour in and I was like, holy shit, fuck I'm high. And it was fantastic. <laughs> and then I got really tired. <laughs> All, All right. right. What are you drinking?
0: I am drinking, I am basic bitching it up. I'm drinking a mango White Claw right now. Ooh. Um, I know. I um. I saw a funny meme. I mean, are are we all living for quarantine memes lately? I am. Um, yeah. I saw a meme that said, "I just poured like six cans of mango white claw into my Brita um, water filter." How how's your day going? Amazing. Um, and, and so I had. I did go out because I needed to get um, Tylenol because there were certain like you know I think we're all supposed to have Tylenol in us, and I didn't have any of that, so. Mm-hmm. We walked, I had a mask on, I had gloves, I had like everything hand sanitizer on me, and we walked to get some Tylenol and they just happened to have white claws and red wine in the same place that we got Tylenol, so You're like, well, shit. yeah, um it's crazy though because when I got home, like I took out the lysol wipes, i lysol wiped everything down, like took off the clothes like it's a whole. Whew. it's it's uh, it's like a it's two a hour.
1: operation. I know.
0: It's a whole thing. So I'm trying to stay as careful as possible. And now I'm probably not going to leave the house again until, you know, we run out of wine.
1: That's it. I know. <laughs> it's really hard because I feel like, hold on. My headphones fell off one moment. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm a mess today. Um, no, I feel I... like my favorite thing to do when I'm bored is run like a superfluous errand, like a wander around Target moment or a wander around home goods. And I'm like, I just, I can't do those things with a clear conscience right now. No. So Wait, is really Target, boring. is
0: Target even open?
1: I don't know. I mean, I haven't, when I went on my Target run, it was like over two weeks ago. So who's yeah. even to say?
0: Who even knows? All right. Our drinking game, drinking game alert. Um, I mm-hmm. think it should just, what should the word be? Um... I would say, not to copy Andy Cohen, but I feel like it should just be Bravo. I love that. Right? Yeah, Bravo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel like Bravo, that's got to be an Italian word too, right? Bravo. For sure. For sure. Chug. Bravo. Bravo. Guys, you better be drunk already. That's all I got to say. Um, Right? Okay, before we get into Bravo drink... Okay. I wanna get in. We 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 tapped on TikTok. I wanna mm-hmm. know. Guys, I mean, I'm in my thirties. Hannah's not there yet. I feel like we have no business being on TikTok, but I don't fucking care. I'm bored. See,
1: I'm at home. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like I'm not far off from my thirties. I'm twenty eight. And in TikTok years, I feel like that's like a thousand and nine. And like <laughs> I feel Honestly, like, I so admire you being like, I don't give a fuck, I'm bored, I'm having fun. It is taking a toll on my self-esteem, and it's because teenagers are fucking evil, and I'm like, I feel personally attacked by the fact that some of my videos have made it to like 2,000. views and they have like 11 likes and I'm like that was funny content and then I'll see like <laughs> other videos that have like 200,000 likes and it's just some like boring looking like hot child like doing the same fucking dance that a 100,000 other people have done I'm just like get a grip people I'm giving you comedy
0: <laughs> you're like I'm living you guys suck. I'm, I'm, like,
1: I'm giving you original content I looked up an article that was like how to do well on tiktok and it was written by this like douchebag guy who could like who like didn't proofread like there was a lot of tbd like grammar and spelling errors and he was like to succeed on tiktok you have to be attractive if you look good then maybe people will share your videos and like them and i'm like fuck you literally you're just saying this is an app for hot people and like i know that it is but like do you have to tell me that he's like no one wants to look at your TikTok if you just roll out of bed and start TikToking. And I'm like, cool. I've been doing that for the last like two and a half weeks until like yesterday. (laughs) You got
0: your game up. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but like I'm triggered. Uh, We did one TikTok video and I didn't even know you could share TikTok videos. So thank you for alerting the meatballs. Um, Like I have videos that have a couple hundred views and then we did one flip the switch video. And I feel like, I used to do parodies, and TikTok is all about timing. You got to hop on the train before everyone mm-hmm. else starts copying it. We did that Jennifer Lopez one. It has five hundred and seventy two thousand views. Whoa! Yeah, and but this should make you feel good. This statistic: so out of the five hundred and seventy two thousand people that watched it, only twenty seven people liked it. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with people? It was a great video. Oh, Thank you, thank you. It's so stupid. Um, and of course, the next video only had 647 total views, and that had 26 likes. So honestly, we can't get butthurt about anything. TikTok is supposed to. This is my recommendation for TikTok. Like, uh, my main squeeze and I. One night, we we got drunk. We were making videos which I also was really hard to do choreography when you're drunk. Like he was better at it than I was. But if anything, <laughs> like, like it was the video of like Jimmy Fallon and that Charlie chick, who's like the most famous TikToker doing that. Oh, na, na, na. Oh, na, na, yes. na. Nah, nah. It's so hard. I still can't get the footing right. I think I'm like dyslexic because Tommy was like,
1: what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't oh my know. God, I haven't even tried. This is the thing. I'm too lazy to TikTok well because it's like the best ones have like the effects and the text and the lighting and the dance and the thing. And I'm like, who has the fucking time? Like my Instagram, I'm proud of my Instagram because I can do it with no makeup on. And people are like, oh my God, you're funny. And I literally, like, I'm just being myself. TikTok requires effort.
0: Up. Oh, yeah. It really, it requires, it re- I can't even talk right now. I'm like half a white clot and I'm drunk already. That's, same. Um, I love it. Bravo, Hannah. Bravo. Oh, yeah. Bravo, <laughs> Um, Yeah. I feel like TikTok requires lighting. It requires props sometimes. Yes. Uh-huh. Prop
1: work. Mm-hmm.
0: Prop work. I mean, I was challenged by the, like, funny dance show people to do one. I have never felt more anxiety and more pressure. Like, also – to be totally honest, I probably did it like 18 times before I was like, well, this is kind of
1: okay to post. I'll do it.
0: So oh no, yours was really good. And I liked the
1: choice to be eating pasta. That was fun.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much that pasta. I had to be careful. We accidentally because you know, food is kind of scarce. Like it's, yeah, you can't like you go to the grocery store, like you just get what you can get. And we had ordered, we got these meatballs And when we got home, they were, like, meatballs. Like, you still have to cook them and stuff. But we realized they were pork-only meatballs. And we were just, like, Uh, not a good no. But there was no uh, other meat. And so we made them. And also, we had, like, canned sauce. So I tried to, like, jazz it up with some, like, locatelli cheese and, like, just a bunch of stuff. It was just a disaster. And then because I was hungry, I ate, like, four bowls of it. So literally,
1: I was, like dead just like wait do you ever do that where you just eat something you eat a lot of it because you're just waiting for it to be good the entire time yeah <laughs> you're like, if I eat more of this then I'll like it more over the weekend I ate an entire order of buffalo wings and I was they weren't they were mediocre at best and I was like surely if I have another I'll like it and then they were gone and I was like I didn't enjoy anything Oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's a fucked up thing that I totally.
0: Do that. It? Oh my god, no! I ordered pizza the other day and I ate three huge pizzas pieces of it, and I was just like, I, I don't even like this. Is just like whatever. <laughs> like I was just, like this,
1: yeah.
0: and I get mad after. I get so
1: mad because I'm like, God damn it! I ate all that shit, and it's not even worth it. God, you didn't even um, like fully indulge. I know. Do you, I find that like half of my quarantine journey is like planning my next meal like it's like the markers of my day are my meals and I'm like what do I have to look forward to
0: oh my god Tommy looked at me the other day we woke up I was like what should we make for dinner tonight and he was like you're like my 70 year old parents like all you care about is going to the grocery store and what we're gonna have for dinner and I was like same, yeah 100% same sadly that wasn't when quarantine started that's just how I am normally just Dang, like, I
1: like I just like to know
0: I know wait so speaking of food I want to know I asked what um you and Jake what you guys like to make because I feel like you have some pretty
1: epic romantic dinners going on oh in my your oh so sweet of you well okay so i came up with an idea last friday to do like a proper date night where we like ordered in and like lit candles and like fully pretended that our house was a restaurant oh like and so i was like oh my god i can't believe we were able to get a reservation here like they're usually booked for months and then after i was like do you want to get a drink at this bar it's called the living room and it's really close by and we just kind of it was a big yes and exercise so (laughs) we've been ordering in kind of we've ordered in i think like twice uh, maybe thrice but we're a big fan of like crock pot meals so we've been doing a lot of like beef and potatoes and like pasta but I eventually had to be like hey we have to scale back on the beef and the pasta because like I don't have a boy metabolism and I'm a vain vain bitch and there's just it it just gets stuck in my stomach and you know um. <laughs> so, so it's been kind of a delicate balance being like some nights we'll do like like a chicken and like brown rice and like asparagus lemon thing. And then the other nights we'll like go balls to the wall and like eat bolognese.
0: Uh I have not had bolognese in months. I'm so jealous. Um, oh,
1: gosh, I love bolognese.
0: Oh uh, my gosh. Has- has- Richie has
1: a video online. I think it's a YouTube video. Nicole Ritchie making bolognese, and I'm sure Jacqueline, you have an amazing recipe. But since I'm not a true Italian, I'm only like a wannabe, I don't yeah. have a go-to bolognese recipe, and I really liked her as We tried it and it was
0: Okay. You heard it here first. Bravo, Hannah. Bravo. Ah, thank you. <laughs> um, I wanna know. Okay, I have a crock pot. I've never used it. So how does someone make a crock pot stew for
1: quarantine? What what are Ooh. your hot tips? I mean, Jake usually does it. I also just want to say, guys, don't let This Is Us scare you. Crockpots are fantastic. <laughs> um, um, I think literally what Jake's been doing is, like, he'll just get, like, like beef or chicken. Like, okay. he got a pre-seasoned chicken from, like, Trader Joe's, those ones that are, like, sealed up with, like, rosemary and lemon. And he'll just, like, put it in there for, like, hours. And then eventually add, like, some chopped up, like, potatoes and carrots and yeah and then like maybe some like chicken broth but yeah or like you could I feel like chili is a great like you can also make chili pretty like healthy if it's it yeah. like quarantine like use whatever's in your cabinet kind of meal love that um
0: yeah. I want to know do you guys sit and eat dinner watching bravo or do you um everyone drink or wait, you oh, wait, <laughs> yeah we got to drink um done uh I, I at I, first second was like, oh my god, should I say like, don't drink and drive? But no one's driving anywhere. Like we're all just like no sitting at home listening anywhere. to this. Mm-hmm. I hope it's if safe. you're going on a walk, like put some white claw in your water bottle. You know, oh, do it, do I love a
1: roadie when I'm like walking around the neighborhood <laughs> with my boyfriend's dog. I do it all the time.
0: Yes, yes. No, I think you should. So I want to know: Are you guys like sitting and eating dinner and watching TV? Or are you making him sit at the dinner table with you?
1: Oh, that's a great question. So I feel like, I don't want to like make this like a long winded answer. However, I will. Growing up, it was a lot of like, we didn't really do like family dinners. We only did family dinners like once a week. So it was a lot of just like my sister and I like eating in the basement and watching like Disney Channel original movies while we ate like seven servings of dinner. And (laughs) that was a beautiful time in my life. But I do like want to take advantage, especially because like Jake's still working, but he's working from home. So like, I like to have dinner at the table, like properly to like catch up and just like make the most of our time together. But over the weekends is when we go full like couch potato mode. And it's like all the meals are consumed on the couch. So
0: oh, I love that. Yeah. You you guys are still having weekends.
1: We'd yeah, like we're to trying let, to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've abandoned that. Like our weekend, uh, like Saturday night, literally, I locked myself in our bedroom and I just worked on plyo gym dance routines and made TikToks until we like both went to bed. Like I was like, "This that's is amazing. shitty, <laughs> but like then randomly on Monday night, we both we sat down to the like table for dinner, and mm-hmm. we like weren't planning on like going hard or you know drinking a lot, but I pulled out these, and I recommend this to anyone that's stuck at home with anyone. it could be a boyfriend, it could be like a brother, sister, parents, whoever, like if you're at home with someone or if you're at home alone. Do this over Zoom. We pulled out these Never Have I Ever cards, which I feel like you can definitely download or make up your own Never Have I Ever That's so game. Fun. Oh my god, you you and Jake have to do it! And we literally just played a Never Have I Ever card game. We learned a lot of shit we didn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, spicy. I mean, totes. You know, um, and then there was like another random game we had where. And this is kind of fun for couples, um, where you pull out a thing that's like a question and the other person has to answer it. And that was a whole nother like thing of like, really? Like that's what you think I would want? Like that's it was so funny. Yeah. So that kind of turned into it. So I definitely recommend because after we played all those games and whatnot, and I literally was like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and just like got ready for bed and got into bed. <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Um we realized, like, we never would have done that. Like, we don't yeah. normally, on a Monday, sit down to a dinner,
1: you know? I so. know. Are there any things, sorry, I'm, like, clumsily grabbing a beer out of the fridge, like, with my computer and my headphones and my mic, because <laughs> um, my, my martini ran out. My, um, my martini. You, are there Are there any things you're experiencing with your main squeeze in quarantine that you want to, like, continue when life goes back to normal?
0: Yeah. Um. More choreography, more TikTok videos.
1: Um, we love that.
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah. The dinner at the table thing. I feel like there is just something to that that's sacred. Like it just doesn't feel as special and connected because also when we're sitting on the couch, eating dinner, watching TV, granted we do, we have a thing in, I I can't think of the word, in place now where Jersey Shore is on, it's a new season, like timing Mm -hmm. wise. Could not be more impeccable. And we randomly have just been making tacos every Thursday night. So, like, that that's so is al- that's allowed where it's kind of like a buffet of just, like, taco accouchement. Um, and yeah. that's okay. But, like, every other night if we sit and watch TV and eat while we're watching, we're also, like, on our phones. We're not paying attention. Or we're doing, like, I don't know. Like, you don't even realize, like, the food you're putting in your mouth. That's also, you're, like, mindlessly eating. Like, that's also. Right not the best. So I definitely want to keep sitting at the table, like that sort of thing going. And also having alone time. Like, I feel like we've been pretty good about trying to not be around each other during the day.
1: (laughs) That's so healthy. And that is something that's been very, I've clumsily learned how to do that because I sort of just like moved in with Jake, like as well, this all started. And it's definitely interesting. Like, cohabitating being like oh you know normally you have your respective jobs and so you have built-in time away from each other but when you're like living in the same space you have to like go out of your way to be like oh this is the time that I'm gonna take to be by myself today and it's also like it's not a fuck you to your partner it's just like naturally everyone wants to be alone sometimes yeah I was like you should go for a walk today and
0: he was like I'm okay and I was like no you should you should definitely go for a walk like it's just awesome, oh, I love some, my walks. I go on one every day. I know I need to do more. It's we live on a very busy street in West Hollywood, and it's yeah. just like ever like we even today when we went for a walk, no one is obeying the masks and the gloves. like there's a guy that walked by us twice, just smoking a cigarette, coming into our our personal space, and I'm like, A, you need to like step six feet away, sir B." You're smoking a cigarette like this epidemic is a lung epidemic like it's like right like I wanted to take it out of his hand and throw it on the ground like it's like not okay. Um, I know I really
1: feel like I I feel like people's true essences are coming to the surface um, during this whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, like, I I saw like sort of a tertiary person in my life post on social media, like they told me to stay home, but I'm still out. And I was like, I'm not trying to start shit right now. But like, I'm about to pop off on Instagram, because this is really (laughs) fucking annoying. Like, you're ruining it for everybody. Oh, totally. No, I get
0: it. I even stopped my one of my really good friends um, was doing the playo gym videos with me. And we were socially distancing. We've been around each other since the whole quarantine thing started. But we finally were just like, you know what, like, this, we just need to do everything on our own. Like we we shouldn't even she lives like she's a neighbor, like, but I was just like, I think oh, it, Jessica J. Yes. I love her so much. A beautiful glowing queen. Oh, she's so hot. Hi, Jessica J.
1: Yeah. J. You guys we are both just- so hot. It really motivates me during the Plyo Jam videos. Oh my God. I
0: love that. Yes. yes. Uh, guys, I didn't talk about um, where you could find the Plyo Jam videos, but I'm doing them live from my Instagram at Jacqueline Marcucci, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 1030 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and then Sunday's eleven AM and I think we might be doing it from the Plyo Jam page too. So there's that.
1: Fun. And um, you break a sweat, like you will die. And also you have to do it from your phone, guys, just so you know.
0: Yeah, you don't. Well, you could do it on Facebook and like pull it up on your TV. Like people I already know that. That's cool. Yeah, people have been doing that's why I started doing the Facebook Live things and also again, not perfect over here. That day, I had a freaking meltdown to the point. I don't think you watch that one where people were being like, you just breathe like commenting. Like it's going to oh, no. be okay. Yeah. Because I couldn't, the music was cutting in and out because it was my first time having to do it. Like with a speaker and my laptop and my phone, it was just like a lot. And I was just like, Oh my God. And also, Oh my God, we didn't even talk about this, Hannah. Um, what? we, for the past two weeks, another reason why I've been like triggered and like losing my mind. So three Thursdays ago, I come home. This was kind of like the first day. It was right before like lockdown was really locked down. And I come mm-hmm. home and I all of a sudden I hear like trickling water. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. Maybe like the toilet's running or something. So I go into the bathroom, everything's fine, sit down still hear it and all of a sudden I open our like hall closet that has like a furnace and our air conditioner in it and it literally looks like it's a torrential downpour in (sighs) our closet and I was just like oh my god because we're on the second floor so there's there's a condo above us and the office is below us but like I couldn't get a hold of anyone. Our landlord's in freaking England. Like,
1: oh my God.
0: No, it was crazy. Like, the main squeeze wasn't home. Our apartment manager, she was home quarantining, so she wasn't here. Like, it was just like a shit show, and it was downpouring basically for the past three weeks. Like, We've had, like, we had workers that have been coming in and out of our unit. They had to remove our air conditioner, our furnace, like, scrape out all the drywall. They had to, like, quarantine half the place off. Like, it was everyone thought because we made a quarantine video that the quarantine I zipped uh, Tommy up in was, like, a prop. No, it was physically like a thing that they had emplaced in our apartment where it was Oh quarantine. my God. Yeah. Like, so we kept being like, Oh my God, are we having like coronavirus or sore throats? Because we had no air conditioning, no heat. And we had like this heater in the apartment, drying out half the apartment. It was just, it was such a shit show.
1: <laughs> um, oh, really overwhelming. Yeah.
0: So it was all of that. And right when that happened, um, was to circle back. To that day, the second day I was doing the Plyo Jam live videos, I had gotten a phone call right before we started from this woman telling us that they were going to be coming in and doing all this stuff. And I basically just had like a panic attack because I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want to be around all these people. And they told us that we had asbestos and asbestos is like a whole it causes lung cancer like all this stuff
1: in the lungs again yeah, yeah. it was all over the theater buildings at my college I'm familiar
0: yeah I, I feel like everyone yeah everyone's college every theater, theater had a <laughs> every building which like every building has it <laughs> yeah. like
1: the school casually like gave us a football field with like turf but they can't fucking like get rid no. of the asbestos in the theater building
0: <laughs> No, they're like sing out louise and you're like I can't my lungs hurt um, Oh so
1: literally
0: dying but okay yes (laughs) so like right before that meltdown happened i found out like we're about to shoot a plyo jam video in the apartment and there's asbestos that they're gonna go in and like wake it like awaken like it's fine but then once you start like clawing it off the walls apparently that's bad so anyway yeah i like that was my like tipping point when the speaker didn't work. It was like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I had a full on like meltdown, had like tears in my eyes on Facebook oh. and Instagram live. It's fine though. Like we get through it. And I feel like everyone, the like thing here that I wanted to ask you was like, what have you had any like meltdowns or like tipping points? Cause I feel like we all have, and it's kind of good to share it. So we all feel human, you know?
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so over – I said this last time I was on your podcast. I'm just over everyone acting like everything's fine and being like, only positivity, only love. Like, I get it. Like, I'm trying to stay as positive as I can. But it's, like, it's been really tricky for me because I had a bunch of, like, career shit kind of, like, fall apart as a result of this. Um, And – when I tried to, like, vent to certain friends of mine and be like, I'm having a really hard time because, like, I'm out of work because my restaurant and then this other thing didn't work out and this, this, and this. And I would have friends be like, well, the entire world's dealing with this. And I'm like, okay, no one here is claiming that they have it the worst. But it's also okay to be like, yes, this is hard for everyone and I'm personally having a hard time today. And then just to have your friends be like, I validate your feelings. And you're like, cool, thank you. Because the way I see this is like, It's so overwhelming and it's so wild that, like, we're all going to take turns having a fucking breakdown and, like, when you're having an up day and your friend's having a down day, then, like, you're there for your friend and vice versa. I had a really bad day, though, when it was my mom's birthday and my mom passed away four years ago, like, almost four years ago. Mm -hmm. And so her birthday always carries a lot of weight for me. Yeah. and. Normally on my mom's birthday, I do something that I know she would have loved to do with me. So I like take myself to a nice lunch and I have like a glass of wine she would have liked and, you know, eat a piece of cake for her. And I like looking at like I'll go for a walk and look at pretty houses because she really liked like house porn and like HGTV. And so like (laughs) that remind me of my mom. But this year it was like, well, I'm in quarantine, so I can't like go to a bougie little lunch. I'm, you know, in the house with my boyfriend And I didn't know if I wanted him around, I didn't know if I wanted space, and then we got the news that that his grandma had passed away, not from Corona, she was like 96 and had just like, she died of natural causes, but that was really overwhelming because then it was like, oh shit, like, I lost my mom four years ago, but Jake just lost his grandma, so it was both of us trying to figure out like, yeah, like, how do I be there for you while I'm going through my own shit, and so... It was definitely, like, a clumsy day where we just ended up, like, going for a long walk, eating McDonald's, both crying at different times and, like, doing our best. But, like, we were both, like, I don't know how to handle this. And it was just very (laughs) heavy.
0: If anything, do you think it, like, brought you guys closer? And, again, I'm so sorry that his grandma died. And, I mean, I've talked to you about your mom and stuff. But, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was – I do think it brought us closer because it was was special to – have it sort of forced us to have the tricky conversation of like because jake's a very logical person he doesn't get emotional a lot but he's not afraid of getting emotional when it naturally happens and so like it was the first time in a while that like i was going through something and it was like Jake was going through something bigger in the moment and I had to sort of just like chill the fuck out and I couldn't be like, take care of me. And so it was kind of an important like learning lesson and like, how do we support each other and support ourselves at the same time? But it's that whole idea that like, if you're on a plane, you have to put on your mask before you put on the person next to you's mask. And so it's like you, I think in all this, this big exercise, like taking care of yourself so that therefore you can show up for the people you love while they deal with it too. Oh, totally.
0: I think, I think if anything, this quarantine has definitely taught us to really check in with ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it be in the middle of the night when you wake up with like a weird cough and you're like, Oh my God, do I have it? (laughs) That's checking in, but also just like mentally we're in this for the long haul. I mean, I just heard that LA, it could be another two months. Like we don't know how long, like this could be our new normal and (laughs) I know sorry hey um (laughs) bravo Uh, bravo. Mm -hmm. I'm on to wine now I finished that white claw I wasn't the biggest fan of it actually um now you know for when we
1: have a real summer and you get to be at the pool and choose your white claw
0: Oh yes, uh, hot hot everyone summer when this shit is over, and okay. I, I don't care what we all look like. It's just that's it. Um, I want to get because I I don't want to forget about Summer House and Bravo Bravo. Um, ah. <laughs> I don't want to forget about any of that stuff. So I want to yeah. know, guys, we're recording. It's Wednesday happy hour we had Vanderpump happen last night I usually don't go in on Vanderpump and I feel like you're the person to go in on this with I want to know your thoughts you were watching it with Uh, Jake which also by the way the fact that your boyfriend I love the fact that like you said he's usually not like that emotional and melancholy but can like freaking go there I love the fact that he stands Vanderpump and Real Housewives of New York with you and will sit and watch it with you I can't I can't get the main squeeze to really it. buy into it yet. So please tell us your thoughts. Tell us uh, just whatever you want to tell us. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. I have so many feelings. Um, Well, last night's episode was really wild. I first want to say I think Lala has become such a ranted asshole this season, and I really miss OG Lala. Me uh, too. I yeah, I just, like, what bothers me, and I've said this on, like, my podcast and others, and I'm now going to say it here, too, because it's how I feel – What frustrates me is like she came in as like the hotter, younger one. And so everyone immediately fucking hated her. And she had to sort of work her way into the group. But conveniently, when she was able to work herself into the group was when she started dating Randall Emmett, who, you know, actually is like doing shit outside of Vanderpump Rules. That's like kind of a big deal. So it's like I wish she would just remember that she actually holds all the cards and doesn't have to mean girl Raquel to get like stassi and katie and all their approval because i'm like they're kissing your ass at this point like you don't need to be such a bitch and also like raquel has literally never done anything to anybody and i'm like what is the fucking issue here yeah like what it just makes lala look bad like in this entire situation
0: even last week when she was going in on raquel at the party like i understand raquel having that like knee jerk reaction being like shut the fuck up about logan like he's like
1: no like i understand that right well and also it's like you just put on your fucking fortune teller costume and went and got a basic bitch chai tea latte with me and you're like we're homies now girl like it's all good and i'm like okay lala and then you're gonna show up at a party like within days of that and be like by the way uh your boyfriend's getting fucked up and he and logan definitely hooked up it's like why do you care you're gonna bring this up on camera like fuck you yeah no
0: it all also and I hate to say this because you know I shot a few times with them like we had to do stuff and it just felt like a lot of just so much is so fabricated now like granted yes I know they all have drama in their lives I know like the shit that's going on between, like, Stassi, Kristen, and Katie, that's real. Like, I know mm-hmm. that. But especially with this whole, like, Lala or Raquel situation, it almost made me feel like it, Lala was going so in so hard to, like, stay relevant. Like, I don't yeah. Like,
1: it's just so transparent right now. Like, I just... Well, and- And in that scene, like, you saw Stassi sort of, like, awkwardly laughing. And at first I thought it was Stassi, like, just being a massive bitch, being like, this is so funny watching Lala, like, dig into Raquel. But then even Stassi, who's, like, the OG bitch of this show, was, like... Um, I can't defend my friend right now because she's acting fucking insane. Yeah, exactly. Like, her,
0: I, I definitely agree with what you took away from that. Like, Stassi was just like, oh my god. And I feel like that's basically Stassi's tagline for this entire season.
1: <laughs> just like, yeah. oh my god. She's just like, this is so stupid. I know, but- I want more bitchiness from her, but I think she's just like, I've earned my spot on this show. I'm sticking around no matter what, so I'm just gonna, like, live my best life and like not be a bitch because i'm not in the mood
0: well yeah she's not in the mood and i also i feel like it's kind of hard for her because she kind of has nowhere to go like even with the yeah. whole, like she's very just dead inside with the whole like Kristen and the wine thing and she's just mm-hmm. like i don't i i don't care <laughs> like, yeah. she's like i'm done <laughs> which like well, doesn't then, create
1: good tv unfortunately <laughs> i know but she's like pretty and like she's so watchable like even the, I have had a full like around the world relationship with Stassi Schroeder where I was like a super fan and then she said those fucked up things on our podcast and I was like oh my god I'm so disappointed I can't stand her and like yeah. she she ignites something in me that like it's, <laughs> it's a little weird like I'm a weird audience member where it's just like I always want to know what she's doing yeah and I I'm, just like, want to see her she's super fucking watchable and it's like that's Dang. why She's kind of become the star of the show because there's an X factor that like you cannot teach someone that she just like has, whether you like it or not. But I also want to say Katie Maloney Schwartz is always like she's one of the most hated cast members, I would argue. And if this is what she's going home to every day, everyone can fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, like you get it now, right? I'm like, uh, but I'm also like, why would you actively decide to stay with this, like, drunk man child? Like, I just, I find Schwartz to be, and the times I've, like, seen him at events, he's always been, like, very nice and just like, hey, what's up? Like, he's, you know, you're like, he's like the frat boy who's just like, everyone come party at my house, kind of dude. But, like, the way he spoke to her was so fucking dark, I just couldn't even deal.
0: That was a lot, and watching the Watch What Happens After. Did you guys watch that?
1: I have like I think two more minutes left, but like Katie still seemed a little bit like mm, about all yeah. of
0: She looked stunning in that, by the way. Katie, is Katie gorgeous. is, yeah, she when she gets it right, she gets it right. Um. Okay. I also she was doing Instagram lives talking about all her like beauty products I think it was last week and her nails guys you need to just check out Katie's nails they looked phenomenal it was like the best sexiest prettiest French manicure I think I've ever seen in my entire life um that's a side note the whole it's it's just like weird like it just made me really sad for her especially last night when she didn't even like fight back like that was no like you knew that that shit was real where she's just like, if that's really how you feel. But then again, it also was like a drunk fight. Who knows? Like, you see, I don't know. There might be something there that like we don't get. I don't right. know. Um, I,
1: know. Well, I, I, was, I, I was interested in why she reacted the way she did. But it's also like everyone's triggered by different shit. So if she didn't think it was funny, then like she's entitled to her opinion. Yeah, exactly. It was
0: I again talking memes. Um there's a lot of funny bravo drink bitches. Mm-hmm. Uh bravo mm-hmm. memes. Um there was one after last night's episode that said Lala, I'm gonna be the asshole of this episode and then Schwartz hold my beer. Oh that's,
1: funny. <laughs> that's accurate.
0: I thought that was very funny and very accurate. I forgot who posted that, but like bravo drink.
1: Mm-hmm. <gasps>
0: You know? And I thought Raquel's lines were very iconic. Like, if we can't agree that Lala is a bully, we can agree that she's a bitch.
1: What (laughs) annoyed me, too, was I loved that, too. And then Lala, like, posted on Instagram like, a Raquel appreciation post, like, ahead of the episode. And I'm like... Stop. i'm like fuck off like can you just take the heat for what an asshole you were instead of being like, okay we're fine now so everyone just like know that we're fine and like don't come for me it's like no if that's how you're gonna talk to someone on a reality show you have to deal with all of us hazing you on the internet
0: <laughs> i mean we it is right it.
1: like yeah. again also lala like
0: was literally sitting next to like meryl streep at the sag awards and like i'm sure she's lovely and like she should be up she should be a Beverly Hills housewife at this point like I feel like I'm she's yes like outgrown Vanderpump that's a thing like it's just not working it's not working with like anyone I feel like everyone needs to branch off like but she belongs there like she oh my god I would live for Lala on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are you fucking kidding me like that's the shake-up
1: they need right it really is I think because I would be really interested to see how the other women take her in and how they respond to her because I think there's going to be, I think with the Vanderpump Rules cast, it's like they're not dealing with the level of like fame and money and success that Lala is via Randall. Yeah. Whereas the rest of the women on Beverly Hills like are. So it would be interested because, I'd I'd be interested to see how they take her in because they're not going to all default to obsessing over her the way the cast of Vanderpump Rules is. They're going to be like, who the fuck is this? young girl who's super opinionated thinking that she can run shit because she can't. Like, oh I want to God. see her and like Lisa Rinna or like Erica go head to head. That would be incredible. her.
0: I want an Erica Jane Lala. I want I want them to perform together. Like, where is that single? Like, how do we get that to happen? Like, I
1: want them to fight. I want them to like throw shit at each other. Yeah, no, like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> like, I just want screaming at her. Lala needs to be humbled. Like, she really does. Yes,
0: yes. She needs to take Kendrick Lamar's advice and be humble. Bitch.
1: Yes. i just just of like <laughs> Kristen always being like the whipping boy for the rest of this cast. It's like, why is everything okay when everyone else does it? But if Kristen does anything, it's like everyone comes down so hard on her.
0: They do. They really do. It's crazy. I feel like it's a little inside. I mean, granted I haven't seen. Kristen oh no she came to the first fuck Mary kill show I had where Rachel was on it and she was lovely to me um and awesome yeah and I I mean I've you know used to be closer to her but like she's very I feel like very different and not different in the sense of her like personality but like she's much more refreshing in person and like fun to be around and you know, like does have a bunch of other friends, but also this is a TV show and they need to create storylines and you know, having her off by herself works for that whole storyline. So it is what it is, but I know. I I just want
1: someone else to get a bad edit. Like I'm over it. Yes. And like, I thought
0: Sheena was getting the bad edit, but now, oh my God, I don't even want to get don't get me started on Brett calling her middle-aged. I know everyone's probably talked about it, but literally, he needs, he needs to check
1: himself. He's a little skinny boy on TV, so I can't imagine what he actually looks like in person. Okay, I, just, I saw him in person. And he was weirdly attractive, and I did not feel good about myself after I made that <laughs> up again. God damn it. I uh, but yeah, I hear you. Like, I, also, I loved how last night he was like, so, like, I'm a YouTuber, and here's what my subscriber's like. I'm like, honey, you're a YouTuber because you were dating a YouTuber who had, like, a million followers, and then you got, like, 500,000 of them. Like, you only have what you have because of her, so, like, let's not get it twisted.
0: Oh, my God. Brett is, like, Carter
1: 2.0. Yeah, um, it's bad. I, like, want to set his hair on fire.
0: <laughs> and he <laughs> says Subscribers. Like the amount of times he said subscribers. I was like, Jesus, like like you're a nightmare
1: person. Like this is the kind of guy that like my dad was scared of me meeting when I moved to LA.
0: Oh yeah. No, for sure. Um, how's your, how's your dad doing by the way? Where where is he? Is he
1: in Chicago? What's going on? He's in Chicago with his girlfriend, Susie. They're doing fine, Mm -hmm. but they're like, they're in a nice apartment, but like a pretty small apartment. And they're like, oh this really sucks like they're kind of over it and my dad's like you know at least it's sunny and warm where you are I mean for real I can't even go on a fucking walk it's too cold here I can't do it so he's like really over the weather but he did make me in like college he wrote on like a random little scrap of paper a list of movies called movies you have to see to be called human and it's like his 20 favorite movies and so I I unearthed it in my apartment i had it like a ziploc baggie like in a closet and i took it out and sent him like a screenshot of it and he was like oh my gosh and add these three too so i'm trying to at some point like knock out some of these classic movies can, can you please tell us yes um okay i'll i'll post it at some point but um and i'll send it to you but I know off the top of my head, it's like a lot of classics, and honestly, it's too many Woody Allen movies for comfort. But my dad's like an old Jewish guy, so you know what can you do? Because um, yeah. he grew up on Woody Allen, but or like whatever. Uh, but, um, but it's like Godfather Part One and Two, Kramer versus Kramer, Scenes from a Marriage, Citizen Kane on the waterfront. Like it's a lot of like dad. Like classic movies, lots of movies with Marlon Brando, just like what you would expect, like a dad who's into like movies to ask you to watch.
0: I love that. It's so funny you brought up um, old Jewish guys. Uh, Have you watched all of Curb Your Enthusiasm, the latest season?
1: No, you told me to get on this and I haven't even started, but maybe that's my project for like tonight or this This weekend. This is a present for you. This is a present for
0: you meatballs out there. If you have not watched the current season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and this is another one that you could just jump into, you really don't need backstory. You just got to know that Larry David's funny. He helped create and write Seinfeld and he's old Jewish. He's divorced and that you're good. Jeff Garland plays his friend who's an agent. It's great. There's so many celeb cameos. It's yes. just, it's so good. So you need to watch it. That will give you life. Um,
1: I, I also find it. him to be hot.
0: Oh, yeah. He, like, hooks up with hot chicks, like, even in this yeah. season. And you're, and you're like, I get it. I do. Yeah, I get it.
1: Wait, what else yeah. did you watch?
0: Um, the only thing that's been really making me happy lately um, is, like, movies from, like, the late 90s. Um, Uh like what? Yeah. And I don't know if it's because it just like is a simpler time. I think I it just like late nineties, early two thousands, like I literally watched Girl Interrupted twice in a row and then watched the HBO like behind the scenes like half hour special on it. I love that. Like I used to my I call my brother because my brother and I like it was it kind of came out when we were both like home during the summers, I guess. Um from school, and we used to quote lines from the movie. And I know it's about like being—it's <laughs> about being in a mental institution, right. um, like super chill. But it's like very darkly funny,
1: and I love dark humor like that. Um, and there are so many like banger performances in that movie.
0: Oh my god, I forgot. Like Angelina and Angelina Jolie in that movie was one of the main reasons why I was like, "That's it, I want to be an actress." Like I'm done. Um, and
1: you know how many people probably cut their own bangs because of her in that movie? Like, probably a lot. Everyone in quarantine needs, needs to take a cue for Angie's bangs and girls. Cut person. your own bangs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't do what she did. Um, no, do it. <laughs> Yes. No. Like, so I watched that. I also watched this uh, This spark joy. Um, I had never seen Frankie and Johnny. Um, I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, and I literally I wasn't feeling well one night, and I kind of just like put myself to bed early. I never go to bed early. I got in bed at like nine o'clock and just put Frankie. I literally just pulled up HBO and was like, "What is on here?" And Frankie and Johnny. I just randomly picked it. I think I was looking for a pretty woman, and I found Frankie and Johnny. And I stayed on it, and I was so happy. I Hannah. You you guys need to watch Frankie and Johnny like tonight. It's so good. well.
1: Have you ever read the play like Frankie and yes. Johnny? Because it's yeah. like, one of those plays that I feel like I love because I'm like, oh, I could play that part, and you could play that part too because it's oh. kind of, like family adjacent. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yes. yes, no, we both need. So that's it.
0: Like, oh, if if this quarantine lasts more than two months, you and I are putting on that show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Zoom. Yes, who wants to see Frankie and Johnny via Zoom? No. It's- <laughs> No one. Um <laughs> also <laughs> no one. Um Little Fires Everywhere. Have you watched that on Hulu? That's another one.
1: No, but are you a fan? Because my friend Jessica's obsessed with it.
0: Oh, anyone who grew up and went to high school between like nineteen ninety-six, ninety-seven, ninety-eight, and like two thousand two. I, I definitely recommend, I know you're younger than that, but like you were alive and like in like preteens during like the early 2000s. Um, yes, you need to watch it. Yes. Reese Witherspoon is basically the same character she is in Big Little Lies, but that's what we love her for. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, you hate her. You hate Carrie Washington in it. You're like, why am I watching these two women? Like there's no redeeming qualities from like anyone in this. And it's it's just so good. You'll binge the entire, like, series on your first watch.
1: Um, you need to watch oh, great. that. great. Okay, terrific. I'm adding it to my list.
0: Yes. everyone listening. Meatballs, that's it. Add it. And you can, everyone's like, I don't have Hulu. And I'm like, well, you could get a 30-day free trial, and then you'll finish this series. Um, that's the thing. And then back to bravo and then we're going to round it out right. oh my god this happy hour has lasted so long i'm so grateful i'm um, having an amazing
1: time never stop. oh my god
0: so am i <laughs> 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 i hope i hope you meatballs are too um bravo drink again um Woohoo! yes are you watching summer house yes of course See, I wasn't. That's the thing. And I know the guys that produce it, Left Hook Media, um, not to get, like, sad, but I almost had a show that they produced that almost went on air about me being a white girl rapper, whatever. Um, oh
1: my God. When? Yeah.
0: This was before Summer House, like, ever came to be. This was maybe, like, two years before that. And Left Hook Media, like, Flava Flav was in, like, our sizzle. Like, it was, like, a whole thing. Wow. I love it. Yeah. That. And so, like, I always had love for Left Hook Media and the those guys, but I never watched Summer House. I saw, like, the first episode, and I was, like, not into the work twins, I guess. I mean,
1: oh. They literally are like – they're like the Wayans brothers and white chicks. Like, I was yeah. not a fan of the work this twins. Yeah, I was
0: just kind of like, okay, I get it. Like, it just wasn't, like, a thing for me. But now, oh, my God, obsessed. So, yeah, I came to the game – I came to the party late. I've only watched this season. So, A, mm-hmm. for anyone that hasn't seen Summer House, can you give us, like, an elevator pitch of what they should expect and know before
1: I tuning guess. in? I'd be wow. honored. So, basically, Summer House – gives us the same like sloppy drunken messiness as Vanderpump rules, but it's a little bit different because you have like big brother style, like night vision cameras planted in the house. It's about a bunch of like, uh, I guess you could say like kind of affluent New Yorkers, really just like New Yorkers in their like twenties and thirties. Um, some early forties, perhaps. I think Kyle's like late thirties, no shade. Um, shade That's not middle age Brett. Um, but, um, So it's about them going to the Hamptons every weekend, staying in a house and like hooking up and partying together. And what I like about it is because there's there's a separation of like during the week they go back to New York and they do their jobs. And then every weekend they're like letting loose and sort of picking up from the weekend before. And it's just a little bit it's a little bit less bougie in the production value. Once you get a night vision camera involved, like shit's going to get a little bit trashy in the best way. Yes, that's the best part of it. Yeah, exactly. It's like people making um, out in a pantry, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like that's what I need to see right now. <laughs>
1: exactly. We love to see it.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, and it's it's just been, like, really fun to watch, I feel like, this season. And if, if I can't go swim in a pool in my backyard, I'd at least like to,
1: you know, chug down a white
0: claw and watch them
1: swim in a pool. Oh, does it just make you want it – like, I just want, like – like a hot summer night with like the smell of like mowed grass and a barbecue and like a glass of rose and I yes. want to be feeling real hot in my bikini and then I want to yes. put on rose down and jump in a pool like I I just live vicariously through the cast of Summer House to be honest. Oh Hannah Burner is my favorite.
0: I know Hannah Burner, which you guys have to listen to Brown Eyed Unicorn. That's Hannah's podcast. Hannah Burner. And Hannah Brown together are just <laughs> like a force to be reckoned with. Like if anyone's going to conquer the coronavirus, I would feel like it
1: would be you, superhero girls. Bravo! That's so nice. I, oh, I was so starstruck by her. Hold on, let me take a drink.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, no, you you guys were so great. So everyone, listen to that podcast episode. Your podcast has been killing it, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, thank you. Oh my god, I lived for your your recap of Jessica Simpson's open book with Danny Pellegrino. Ah. Literally. Oh, I was sitting in traffic coming back from Santa Monica in the pouring rain and I didn't give a fuck because I got to listen to you guys.
1: That is the highest honor because those circumstances like objectively suck.
0: So, like, <laughs> thank you so much for that. I know. You get it. You're like, wow, I am
1: I am a goddamn hero. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm a superstar. Um, yeah. really, you know, if you haven't read open book yet in quarantine, like please do it, guys. Like
0: I, Honestly, I have a question because you've yeah. read it and mm-hmm. for me I kind of want to listen to the audio version so I can conquer mm-hmm. all of the like I'm kind of a hoarder um, and I feel like I have a lot of spring cleaning to take care of during this mm-hmm. quarantine which I've been putting off now for almost three weeks so mm-hmm. I kind of want to listen to like Jessica Simpson read it out loud to
1: me. Do you think that's yeah. a bad is that okay? No, I think that's great. I think like a lot of people have said great things about the audiobook. What I've heard is that like, she's not, she doesn't read super quickly. And I don't mean that to shade her intelligence. I literally just heard be like, she's not a great reader, but you hear a lot of the emotion in her voice. And so it's really interesting to hear her like, telling her own stories. Um, yeah, I, I would highly recommend listening to the audiobook. I didn't do that. I read the actual book, but like, it's, you're still getting the same stories. So I would say okay. go for it. Love it. What was your
0: favorite part? Like, what part should I definitely pay attention to and be engaged with? Oh,
1: my God. All the, like, newlywed stuff into – Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not answering this question concisely. I love the newlywed stuff. I love the Dukes of Hazard stuff because that movie was just such – it was so iconic in all of our lives. <laughs> and, um, and the John Mayer stuff, obviously. She spills all the tea. She doesn't change anyone's name. Like, she – goes in and it's amazing I love
0: that I I had a little tea about her that was spilled it ended up going on I think like e-news and like a few gossip like websites but when I was this is probably over 10 years ago I was a cocktail server at the laugh factory and I had her table (gasps) and yeah and she was sitting in the owner's booth and I remember like I gave her so much extra attention and like Everything, you know, you know how it is. Like, you've waited on a celeb from time to oh, time. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, it is what it is. And this was way before I ever started doing stand-up. Um, and I remember just, like, just being in awe of her, because this was right after Dukes of Hazard. I'm not going to lie, spoiler alert. I feel like it was when her and Dane Cook were either dating or, like, it was just right around that time. Employee of the oh. month. Yes, yeah. it was Employee of the Month time. And... um. I just remember, like, giving her so much extra attention and help, and I remember she was drinking champagne. She was great. Not sloppy, not anything, but she just disappeared once the show ended, and, like, no one took care of the bill, and I I didn't get a tip, and... It was just like I thought, very just kind of like bad form. Like I know I found out later on that like obviously the Laugh Factory took care of her bill, but like you know, you like have been compensated anyway. So who
1: gives a fuck?
0: Yeah, like I wasn't compensated at all, and I just remember being like that's shitty. But now after like hearing all the stories and like. She probably wouldn't even know at that time to even leave money. I don't know.
1: But yeah, I remember... Her lifestyle was wild.
0: Yeah. Like, I literally... It's funny, though, because I feel like at that time, I don't know, I one of my good friends was a writer for In Touch Us Weekly and everything, and they ended up, like, printing the story. Like, I literally told her about it, and I was like, I don't care. Like, you can do it. And it was, like, a blind source thing, but it was just kind of like... Uh. It was just like, you should know better than just drop a 20 because like, especially just something and it was just very random, but she, she wasn't like a sloppy, like shit face drunk. She wasn't bad and she was beautiful and stunning, but you know, just no, no
1: tip. That's it. That is so insane. I also am just like her family didn't grow up with a lot of money and that's something that she like places a lot of emphasis on in her book and when she talks yeah. about like her life. And so I'm like, I don't give a shit if you like grew up like in a sock. Like you should know that when someone is waiting on you, you leave something like, come on. Oh my god. Hannah I feel like when you
0: and I are eventually just like on our own sitcoms just killing it that like you know better things money <laughs> that oh, Pamela, right yes. oh, Pamela Adlon yes Pamela Adlon level also again from Hannah and I you need to binge watch better things on fx if you have it it's um, so good it's like a it's hug it's you laugh
1: best. cry it's so good
0: Oh, God. Pamela, put us on your show. Um, literally. Like, when we get to that level, I feel like I'm going to go broke just from
1: making it rain for servers and bartenders. Like, Same. I literally have a fantasy of people being like – like, of a server, like, going to the back of the restaurant and, like, telling their server friends, like, I just waited on Hannah Brown and Jacqueline Marfuji, And then the other server's <laughs> like, oh. And they're like – They were really nice, and they left me, like, over 50%. they're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And the thing about celebrities, I'm like, y'all got to know that we all talk about what the fuck you do. Oh, yeah. We will go and tell our moms, our dads, our friends. We'll tell fucking anyone who will listen what a dick you were and the fact that you didn't tip. So, like, sorry. Like, I just am of the belief that, like, you know, you can kiss the asses of the Randall Emmett's of the world, but you should start with your servers. I think how you treat a server says everything about your actual character. Like oh how you God. treat someone who is above you in the industry, or I don't even like the word above, but you know, like who could give you an opportunity, that says nothing about who you are because you're just ass kissing.
0: Oh, totally. Um, Jax Taylor with Randall Emmett. Yes! He's like, oh, uh, we're tough, buddies. Fuck uh, off. No, you're new. You're new, you're new friends. It's like new money. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is what I feel like they'll say to Lala on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes.
1: Oh, I can't wait.
0: Uh, um, Okay. We're going to round it out. You know, we always have a just enough section where we talk just enough sports for the week for anyone to talk sports. Well, guess what? Spoiler alert. There's no fucking sports. No. Um, so, so I dug up a bunch of rapid fire questions that I asked your your like BFF Danny Pellegrino when he did my podcast so I I thought it would be fun to ask you your responses because for me bravo and for you is life and um celebrities it's a lot of like pop star just reality tv questions I thought this would be more fun than making you like read something or do whatever
1: I mean, I'm always game for whatever you want to do, Jackhammer Fuji. But this
0: sounds really fun. <laughs> okay, Lay cool. them on okay. Me. okay, I love it. Um, okay, and some of these are very Britney related. Um, okay, what <laughs> what do you think is the best Britney choreography that's out there?
1: Ooh, uh, I'm just gonna say, "Me Against the Music."
0: Mm. Yes, that's a close second for me. Honestly, for you, yeah. Dance Break was my number one. That's a good answer. Good. Um, yeah. Okay. Justin and Britney Spears or Justin and Jessica Beale? Ooh, Justin and Britney Spears. Oh, yeah, totally. Justin and Jessica Beale. Isn't it sad that, like, once you see, like, even though that New Orleans, like, cast member, like, whatever, like, hand on the knee shit, like, seemed to be kind of like over, he's just different to me now.
1: <laughs> like, no, I just, there's a slime there yeah. i not interested in engaging with from, I hate, or from the hate car. Yeah, I'm kind of like over
0: it and I hate that I'm over it, but I'm just like, no, because I think Bill's cool, but like, fuck, Justin, come on. Yeah, um, get a grip. Okay, your favorite comedian of all time.
1: Oh my God, that's really fucking hard. I know someone
0: just, Mark Saratella just texted me that and I said Don Rickles. And then he was like, can you please send me three to four sentences on why he's your favorite? And I was like, what the fuck is this for?
1: <laughs> like, no, fuck. I don't, I feel like I'm less familiar with comedians than you are, but I'm going to say, and I don't know if this counts, Alan Cumming, I think is amazing and really funny.
0: I, I didn't know he was a stand up, but yeah. I don't him.
1: think he is. I don't think he is, but he's, he's just my the answer. Best.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Him. I saw him in Cabaret at Studio no! 54. I know. Die. No! Yeah. It was just the best ever. Yeah. And it was, get this. I went to see it. My parents got it for me as a, I think it was a Christmas present. It was right when I was cast to play Sally Bowles in our high school production. And he was playing the MC at Studio 54. So I got to see him do it like Everything simultaneously. Said. No, it, that was probably the peak. That's when I peaked <laughs> seeing <Incredible>. Alan Cummings.
1: Incredible.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, right now I just want to go live inside of Studio Fifty Four. I feel like I want to take a time travel machine and just go do that.
1: I know. Me too. I just want was one of the outfits. And oh. Have cool hair. And get like walk into a nightclub on a horse. (laughs) Yes. And and just like be handed a flute of champagne. Like, gimme it. Yeah.
0: I just like do a bunch of cocaine. Who cares? Whatever. It's coming. Yes. No, I am. That was one of the questions. And I think it was like, what would your superhero power be in the games we were playing at our couple quarantine dinner and i said i would i want to time travel and like go back to an era and like a moment in time but like not affect anything like because we said like everything happens for a reason so like i just want to be there like i said i wanted to go meet like my grandma jerry who i never met but i don't want her to know who i am because
1: that would mess up her life it's like back to the future but without like the the after effects exactly so
0: what would your superhero
1: quality be Ooh, I think it would be. um, Okay, this is hard. I have two. One to eat as at like whatever I want, and always be in a space with my body that I feel really sexy in. And Mm. two, (laughs) and two to always have the perfect background music follow me wherever I go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That like, wins. I want to walk into a room of new people to, like, pass the Dutch by – or pass that Dutch by Missy Elliott. Like, the mean uh, girl. Oh,
0: like. uh, the best. That's the and best song
1: ever. ever. It's so oh good. You God. should add that to Pio Jam. I love that song.
0: You're right. Yeah. I, I've been adding a lot of Missy Elliott lately. Oh, uh, she's the best. I think I'm going to drunkenly learn um, Ludacris tonight because I think he's a national treasure. Uh oh. I love him I know I, I think he's I'm gonna look really hot,, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so hot. We're so random. We go from Larry David to Ludacris. We're like, yeah,, the Dan- yeah, <laughs> I love it. um, okay, uh, what's your favorite Britney Spears album?
1: Ooh,, uh, um, I guess probably oops, I did it again because that's what you I grew up one. with. Yeah, that's that's epic.
0: That's a really great one, and it was just yeah. an anniversary. I love it. Um, Gwen yeah. Stefani or Jessica Simpson? Ooh, Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Favorite reality show? Real Housewives of New York. Ooh, I feel like everyone's on that train now, but you were one of the first. Like, it bothers I- me that everyone's standing that show so hard right now, but I feel like, like, ah. I don't
1: know. You're There's a literally a video of me in 2009 in the chorus classroom at my high school being like, I'm Luann, the Countess de Lesseps." So oh like, God. don't please, fucking at me, people. Please post that. Please do. <laughs> I know. I need to find it. I think it's on Facebook somewhere. Yeah. I want to know who you're... So is Luann your favorite Real Housewives of New York? Ooh, that's really hard. That's um, it's really hard to pick a favorite. I feel like I identify the most with Tinsley. Um, mm-hmm. I love Dorinda for her contributions and Ramona. And I also am a Jill Zarin stan. Like, I know she wasn't great to Bethany, but I love a Jewish mother. I find her entire energy to be incredibly soothing.
0: Oh, my God. I feel like Jill Zarin could, like, her
1: and Andy Cohen could be,
0: like, your adopted parents at this point.
1: Oh, isn't that the dream? I don't want to say that I've written, like, a sketch for my TikTok involving me doing a Jill Zarin impression, but I may or may not have done that. So I know. Tuned.
0: And it might, you know, go over every TikToker's head, but it'll make I know, but you'll like it. (laughs) I'll like it. It'll make, it'll spark joy for me. I always love Jill Zarin because I, on one of the reunions or whatever those are called. Yeah. Yeah. She had on these epic, I think it was epic, like green earrings. Yes, Or was it, like, green shoes? She just, I am here for an emerald green moment.
1: Same, always.
0: She rocked it so hard that I was like, I don't even care how much shade you threw at Bethany, my, like, who I love. I was just like, you are killing your looks right now.
1: I just love her. She's, like, larger than life and, like, unapologetic. And, like, that show would not exist without Jill Zarin. Like, I feel like she was sort of the center of... She was to Roni what like Sheena Shea is to Vanderpump Rules. Like the rest of the cast was built around her, so it's like let's pay our respects.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's lost on a lot of people. Um, yeah, for me, full series it would be Bethany, and like member now it would be Dorinda. Love her.
1: That's. I mean, I can't believe I like didn't name Bethany. Like I was a Bethany super fan for a while. She's fantastic, and I find her to just be so like hot like i just like to look at her and i love her clothes She's gonna be
0: hot forever it's not fair i'm getting a little drunk i love this bravo game drink people drink um yes um okay i'll make this fast uh favorite movie
1: fuck stand by me Ooh, favorite thing about andy cohen um that he's hot (laughs) yes me too um tommy's
0: Tommy's favorite thing is that he's a Cardinals fan. He loves yes, that. Yes, I love that he's a Midwestern boy. We love yeah, that about that's, Andy. That's how I get him to watch Watch What Happens Live. I'm like, but that's look so at all good. the St. Louis references. That's a good <laughs> hook. Um, okay, uh, favorite housewife of all time.
1: Oh, fuck. That's really hard. I know, Ooh. it's so hard. Okay, I'm literally answering this like in the moment. And please know, guys, I'm not really thinking too hard about this. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I
0: couldn't be like, 50, Jacqueline. This is the hardest question. It's, like, Sophie's choice. I know. That's why Danny
1: was like, fuck you in your pockets. <laughs> I was right. like, I can't. Okay.
0: But, like,
1: I... <laughs> really fucking... Okay, I'm going to give a deep-cut answer that is, like, really insane. Carlton. Oh! Rio- I loved that she just, like, talked about her fucking, like, sex room with her husband. Yes. I love that her kids were named, like, Cross and whatever else. I love that she, like, shamed Kyle for murdering a bee. I just thought she brought <laughs> such a unique energy to the show. And I've heard through the grapevine that she's actually very kind. And also she was in the GUY video from Lady Gaga. So, like, I stand Done. Done. Um,
0: She pulled up next to me once at ah! a traffic light. Yeah, on Crescent Heights and Sunset. It pulled up next to me in what looked like a Batmobile. And I literally felt like she put a spell on me and I was just like oh my god like fangirling out like I can't Carlton and oh I think I
1: heard,
0: I heard she loved tequila at one point which I stand by I love a good tequila shot um yes, okay. okay favorite Vanderpump cast member mm, honestly as of recently Raquel, Raquel <laughs> I know she really she really got me going on this last episode. I love her, Cal. I love Dana's looks. I'm always here for an icy blonde who can like slick back her hair. Yes, just- I live
1: for Dana. And IRL, all the time I've spent with her, she's like a truly delightful person. So like I stand Dana.
0: That makes me happy. I haven't met her yet, but I would yeah, love great. to actually like see her at a show or something. Um, okay, favorite Hills cast member.
1: Oh my God, that's really hard. I would say Kristen Cavallari,
0: though. I know, me too. Same. I love that you were a Kristen girl. That's why we get along so well.
1: Honestly, like anyone who's a Lauren person, I'm like, Lauren was, if you were Kristen, you would have hated Lauren too. Like, be honest with yourself. If you were dating Steven and his best friend Lauren was constantly like acting like you didn't fucking exist and trying to get in Steven's pants, when you know they've hooked up before, like you would hate her too. And she got this like nice girl edit. And because Kristen was actually honest, she got a mean girl at it. And I was like, no, I stand Kristen Cavallari forever and always. I know. I stand her
0: outfits. And then I find myself, if I deep dive like very Cavallari's or the hills, I'll like start talking in that like Kristen voice like right
1: now. I'm like already going into it. Oh my God. (laughs) There was, like, I had an issue with, like, a podcast episode of mine, and I, like, got really emotional about it because I was, like, it's my name on it. And it's, like, that episode of Barry Cavalier, which, like, it was just, like, it was an entire line, you guys. i she, like, yelled at <laughs> her whole staff about how, like, they fucked up. Her staff, like, is a huge mess. But, oh yeah. So I was, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, like, Kristen Cavallari sort of, like, Laguna Beach, like, cadence. That's, like, really fun to just... It's so fun.
0: No, yeah. I love it. I remember it was probably like two thousand like ten or eleven. My best friend Melissa Soso, we were living together at the time. She was like doing the door at like all these SBE clubs and she oh. got she got that bag, and she's a blonde, hot blonde from Chicago. She got that bag that Kristen fucking carried around. I forget the name of the company, but it was the, like, big black. It looked like a bowling bag with, like, all the spikes on the bottom of it.
1: Yes, so iconic. Oh,
0: I remember just living with her and being like, I don't know if I can be in this apartment anymore between your bowling bag and your Louboutins. Like, I was so jealous yeah. of Kristen Kav. Um, All right, I hear the the animals acting up. Fire around. Okay. Lindsay oh, yeah. Beach no, Club. No it's just Jake <laughs>
1: making dinner. <laughs>
0: got it. Got it. I know. I hope Tommy's making dinner. Hint, hint. Um, bravo, Tommy. Um, Lindsay Beach oh. Club. <laughs> Lindsay Beach Club
1: or Mean Girls? Ooh, Mean Girls. I mean, mean that's girls. really hard because like, yeah, like Lohan Beach Club was like truly like the most insane reality TV journey of my life, but it was almost too insane to the point where I couldn't enjoy it and it overwhelmed me. Whereas Mean Girls to me is like, soothing and nostalgic and I think it really stands the test of time. Exactly.
0: I agree. Um favorite pop star.
1: Ooh, does
0: Lady Gaga count as a pop star? I knew you were gonna say that, which segues into our next question. <laughs> would you <laughs> would you rather watch Lady Gaga just dance or be an actress? Oh my gosh. Um I would rather watch her just dance. Ah, uh, Hills or Vanderpump Rules? Vanderpump
1: Rules. I uh, say I'd rather watch The Hills. I love um, The Hills, but I think, like, Vanderpump Rules is sloppier than The Hills ever was. Like, the most iconic Hills moment was when Lauren's like, you know what you did! And it's like, <laughs> Vanderpump Rules, they, like, beat each other up. And, like, I'm trash. I love watching people get beaten up on TV, as uh, I've said several times throughout this podcast. <laughs>
0: yes, the slaps heard around the world, whether it be a Kardashian, a Christian, yeah. a Stassi. No, I am mm-hmm here for it okay bring it right bring it mariah carey or madonna
1: madonna i owned the immaculate collection it was one of my first cds i bought oh, in seventh it's grade so good. it's oh like my God. favorite cd of all time it's so underrated oh my i know God. I, I love like the way the tracks are like put in order is just the most perfect like musical journey you know just, i just i love that
0: it's everything okay um I have two more questions for you who's your favorite
1: Kardashian Ooh, Kim Kim Ooh, wow yeah I just think she's so beautiful like she I know she's basically just like made of plastic at this point I don't say that in a judgmental way like truly I think she's stunning and like she kind of reminds me of like Poppy like the pop star that was kind of like half robot but like I love that about her I think she's incredible yeah
0: okay I'm here for it um and last but not least, what is your favorite Lady Gaga song? Mary the
1: Night, hands down. Oh, look at you. Why? Because Mary the Night, okay, so it's on the Born This Way album y'all and I, that song has literally gotten me through and I'm not exaggerating like every hard time in my life. In college, I used to blast Mary the Night when I would walk to the theater building to look at the cast list to see if I got the part I wanted. Like it, it's just such an empowering like bop in the music video. It's like a work of art in my opinion. And just this idea of like being in a shitty situation and being like, I'm going to marry the night. Like I'm going to like lean into how shitty this is and then use that to motivate myself to rebuild myself. Like it is just a mantra that I've taken with me always. Oh my god, I love that! Yeah, that's amazing. What's your favorite Lady Gaga song? Oh,
0: it's so hard. This is such a soy Sophie's. I can't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Sophie's choice question. Uh, because I have, I don't know about you, but I have so many like memories attached to like certain. Songs. Yes. Uh huh. You know, like there's a mood. Like, um, what's? I can't even remember the name of it right now. It's not even on an album um it's the one oh Was it
1: the cure
0: no no the cure i love the cure because that's like a plyo jam song so that like yeah that's right makes me so so happy um hold on i gotta look it up it's <laughs> i can't remember it's like the most ratchet lady gaga song ever and it's again not on an album you can't even get it
1: on itunes oh
0: I feel wait. like I had you do it on
1: one of the podcast episodes yes, and now you brought this up to me before. And I'm like, wait, what is the song? I feel like a fake Lady Gaga fan. because, like, Me I too. It. Yeah. And I feel that because this is so on brand with everything we're
0: doing right now, because Danny Pellegrino name dropped a Britney song that like I just I had passed over and didn't know. And then. I got like shaded because of it. And I was like, I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: <You're> I <like>, was <laughs> questioning everything.
0: Yeah, I was like, I, I thought I knew everything. I don't. I'm sorry. I still love her. Oh God. Wait, got Lady Gaga also like- has it. A-
1: she also has a Christmas track. That's I got it. I love. Wait, she it. she is a Christmas track. Yeah, it's like light me up, put me on top, let's la 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 la. And talks about just like getting naked around a Christmas tree.
0: Oh my well of course she would. be better (laughs) if she's hot as fuck. Um cake like Lady Gaga. That's it. Cake like Lady
1: Gaga.
0: I'm gonna look it up on YouTube
1: to listen to after this.
0: Oh, it just it makes me so happy and it makes me just wanna do bad things in like a good way. Um Yeah, you know. Uh so yeah, cake like Lady Gaga, but then um I guess for me. Born This Way, obviously, because it's like the title song for my podcast. Um, you know, and then Shallow, because the main squeeze and I dressed up like her and Bradley
1: Cooper for Halloween. And like, oh, it was so well done. You got like your makeup done and everything. It was incredible. Yeah.
0: But we even talked about it during that Never Have I Ever game. We were like, that can't be our song. So, like, we think, again, it's cliche and whatnot, but it might be the La La Land, like the city of. Star song oh as that's
1: sweet I love that
0: yeah so anyway yeah those are my Lady Gaga bangers um so meatballs right before I started recording with Hannah I sent her this little text exchange I know normally at the end of the podcast I'll have you do like a Lady Gaga reading Mm-hmm. Which you can. I did pick Pinot Grigio girls to do with you because I figured we'd both I be drinking wine.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> that song. Like, if you can pull up a lyric on your phone, you can do that right now while I talk. Um, uh, I wanted Hannah to read um a line or two from Grigio girls, but I also got a text from Jessica J. Funny, we've already mentioned her. Um, kind of like a text chain text where you have to. Basically it's called My Table of Eight. Come sit with me. And it's like quotes for I don't know, your people. So the mm-hmm. quote for today I felt like resonated with me. So Hannah, I'm gonna let you look for the Grigio Girls lyrics because I would I'm love to hear it. you I would love to hear you do it in your best Jersey accent, like just like a little section for you. So while you look, um there's a quote that resonated with me today. That I feel like you guys, if anyone's hurting right now or just needs a little hope, this hopefully helps. Okay, so here's the quote. Today, may there be peace within. May you trust that you are exactly where you are meant to be. May you not forget the infinite possibilities that are born in yourself and others. May you use the gifts that you have received and pass on the love that has been given to you. May you be content with yourself just the way you are and let this knowledge settle into your bones and allow your soul the freedom to sing, dance, praise, and love. It is there for each and every one of us. And that's the clip. Uh My two cents I love are, it. I know. It's really important right now to be like, okay, I'm enough. And it's okay if I'm not writing and working and doing all the things every single day. Uh, there'll be a day where that comes again. Um and don't beat yourself up if you just feel like sitting at home and watching Bravo Drink um, all day. It's okay. And you're enough. So without further ado,
1: Hannah Brown, are you ready to give us your Grigio Girls reading? I am ready. I'm going to do the first verse into the chorus and then Amazing. call it good. All right. it. You said Jersey. This is. I don't know what the fuck this is going to be, Jacqueline. I'm a little drunk and I'm trying to do accent work, but here we go. <laughs> I was 23. She was 35. I was spiraling out, and she was so alive. A Texas girl, real strong, taught me this strong song. So when I start to bawl, she says, let your teardrops fall. All the Pinot, Pinot Grigio girls, pour your heart out. Watch your blues turn gold. All the Pinot, Pinot Grigio girls, keep it real cold because it's a fired-up world. Yeah. So <laughs> and I just <laughs> want to <laughs> you know that my hand was doing like jersey, like just got my manicure, like hand work you know, that entire time. <laughs> like very like the kitchen and the beast, like Fran dresser vibes.
0: <laughs> What's a manicure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that was epic. That just made me so happy. Thank you so much. Oh God, thank um, you so
1: much for inviting me to do that. I had a great time.
0: Ah, it's so much fun. Meatballs. I hope you subscribe, follow Hannah Brown's podcast. It's Brown Eyed Unicorn. She's delightful. She's amazing. Um, Hannah, thank you so much for taking time out. I know you've had a really busy day, but like she legitimately had a busy day of TikToking and producing, (laughs) you know, makeup application. It was a lot. It was a big day. Um, She looks gorgeous. Thank
1: you so much for having me. This was so fun and it was so nice to like talk to you and like pretend we're hanging out in the same place
0: I know I agree I feel like podcasting right now it's like great in one sense because everyone's craving content but also like I didn't release an episode which I'm so sorry about meatballs I didn't release anything last week because it just I don't know it felt kind of weird to talk I was just I don't know so it's it is a weird space, and if anything, I hope you guys feel like you just hung out and you bravo drank with Woo! us, yes, and just had a good time. Um, yeah, so please rate, review, subscribe, and write a nice review. Also, please review Hannah's podcast. She just accidentally lost all her reviews. <laughs> yeah, what fucking the fuck. <laughs> God damn it! Tell everyone how they can do that.
1: Guys, head on over to iTunes, search Brown-Eyed Unicorn." that's J-E-W-N-I-C-O-R-N. Brown-Eyed is hyphenated. I'm in the middle of a rebrand because it's a very complicated title, to be honest. But if you want to head on over to iTunes, scroll on down, leave me as many stars as you think are appropriate. Ideally, it's five, but if it's less, leave a review and let me know why so that I can work on stuff.
0: <laughs> right. Let us know. Let us know what you want. Meatballs, let us, let me know what you guys want. We did a nutritionist two weeks ago. We have Hannah Brown just breaking down all the bravo um, talk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let me know what you want and go review this, review Brown Eyed Unicorn. And I love you, love you, love you. If you are going through a tough time, please reach out. What's your jersey? Podcast at gmail.com. Hannah Brown, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again. Let everyone know where they can find you.
1: Oh my god. Thank you so much for having me, Jacqueline. And thank you, Meatballs, for listening. Um, you can find me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter. My podcast is Brown Eyed Unicorn. And if you're a TikToker, find me at Hannah A Brown Zero. <laughs>
0: oh my God, you're so progressive. I forgot I'm really, to
1: mention yes i'm the jacqueline marfuji on tiktok that's a a good name jacqueline you're gonna go viral in no time oh oh
0: my god well everyone stay safe stay the fuck home and um thank you for listening to what's your jersey podcast thank you hannah brown i am jacqueline marfuji and we'll catch you on the flip side bye just put your paws up because you were born this
1: My mama told me when I